listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio <laughs> with um, nearly a jingle. That's what I'm going to call my uh, memoir. Um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran is with me this morning. You can text our show on 8.12.15. Some people already have. I think we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I love Via. Yeah. Oh, I, wish I, I love could, I wish Via. I could find a context for saying Via every day. People don't ask me directions enough. Oh, yeah. Anyway. They don't now. They've got the uh, the phones now, Frank. Oh, they've got the phones, they've got the Google Maps, they've got the sat-navs. <clears throat> well, on that subject, we've had an email through about Google, and it's from one of the youngsters. I'll begin. Oh, OK. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I've been listening to the show since it started. I was 16 at the time, and I've been They're trying... They're not that young, then. <laughs> 16 It's been going that nine years. Them... Well, I would, I'd say they're firmly in the millennial gen, aren't mm-hmm. they? 25, OK. Yeah. And I've been, I've been trying since then. <laughs> and that's from Al Adin. Right? <laughs> yeah. Come I'd, on. I'd take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'd have that on a, on a show poster. <laughs> and I've been trying since then to stick to the no Google rule. However, I really am terrible at it. Can I explain, by the way, to any new readers that the, the, new, the no Google rule, it's very simple. If you can't... If you don't know anything, Google it, and then you'll know it. That's a good thing. You know, Google's amazing for that. Mm-hmm. If you can't remember, then don't Google. Yeah. Don't do that. I hate that. I hate, I hate that sort of thing. Oh, what was the name of the woman in um, mm. Under the Giants? But, and, and it used to be, that would be an evening at one time in the pub. Yeah. A whole evening would be Gather spent. Gather around the fireside while that. we remember. And it used to yeah. be. It there used were simpler to be, times, and weren't there? And if you got it, Oh, man, it was like scoring a goal at Wembley. It was really special. Well, we all remember the style of In the days when scoring a goal at Wembley was special. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You remember when people used to like the FA Cup? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now you say, what was the name of that? You know, in Land of the Giants, it was like, Deanna Lunt, someone's holding a phone, it's gone. That's the end of that. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about. Also, I think it's very good for your brain. Maybe when you're 25, it doesn't matter, because... You're ruining your brain in other ways. Well, but at my age, yeah, the brain's like a muscle. Yeah. You've got to keep it... It's like um, a Sudoku. You've got to well, keep this it is, bobbing. George says, um, I'm really terrible at it. I put that down to the introduction of relatively affordable, domestically available internet when I was still rather young. Yes, you say, bad habits. So I was wondering if a few alternatives can be put in place for those of the Google generation. Oh, yeah. At the moment, if I can't remember something, I will seek out the information I'm looking for in books. A novel idea, well, I know. That's good. A novel idea, I like. <laughs> or, I think you could be quite good friends with George. Yeah. Or ask someone who I think will know the answer. Uh, yeah, well, that's good as well. Human contact. Think, yeah, yeah. My justification for these addendums is that searching for slash in books requires more brain power and will probably result in additional learning and that asking someone encourages communication. I agree with all of that. EGR. Whereas Google, you might get a bit of thumb musculature. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. So George finishes or concludes, I was wondering what Frank, as the official arbiter of the rule, thinks of these no Google alternatives. Thanks for a mar- Oh, he gave praise. No praise, George. <laughs> a brief Google would tell you that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, well, I think he's on the right track. So I, I'm not saying don't look things up. No. 
But I do think it's good. There's a lot more in the human brain than you might think. It's like a, a big. It's like, have you ever gone in the in the like today, for example? This morning I was just putting a bag together to come here, and I picked up a bag and I thought, oh, I wonder where those keys were. You know, if you dig deep. You never know what you're going to find in the corners of a bag. Your brain's the same yeah. thing. May I love I just, the idea uh, of him putting the bag together. I think, Do you all, I think we all enjoy putting a bag together. <laughs> Do you remember? What does it involve the putting together of the bag, well, Frank? Because I'm coming here to work for three hours. I want to bring a bag. Yeah, you take put a, a bag, bag together. To work. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love that you put you know, it together. You know when the Beatles were on that television <laughs> show and apparently the, like, even the criminals stopped and watched it, I've got a feeling that when you just said putting a bag together, <laughs> everyone in the nation looked at their radio and went, Oh, I like the idea of him putting a bag together. Yeah. <laughs> that Doesn't everybody put a bag together when they go there? Not really, darling. I love it. Oh. I love it. Is it a daunt bag? No, it's a, it's. I like I like a tote. Yeah, like the Daunt tote. Books tote. I've oh, seen no, one yeah. of those. Now, this is, I think, Radio Times Festival tote. <laughs> oh, I like to give people, just in case they only half recognise me, I like to give them help. Yeah. What about um, what tote are you rocking today? <laughs> Texting. I've got, I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got loads. I should, um, I should. Is there such a thing as a tote rack? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. Um, I'd like to collect my totes together because I bet you I've got. Yeah. I bet I've got over 20. You don't just shove them all into one tot, <laughs> like a, a carrier bag bag in the house. I am. Um, that's quite, not a bad idea. I mean, we should right, establish these are canvas totes. Yeah, yeah, largely need, disposable. What I need to do is I need to <laughs> I need to work out the totes of my totes. You need John McQuarrie. I feel like we've started now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel we. I was worried we hadn't started, but now we've started. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, um, what was we talking about? Well, uh, they want... you're getting your bag ready, wasn't it? You're getting your bag ready and also... I think it was getting my bag um, putting together. My, putting my bag together. Yeah, exactly. Just the missive from George saying, as the oh, official yeah. arbiter of the rule, what do you think of those no Google alternatives? And I think you seem to be impressed by them. I, um, yeah, I think asking other people, as unreliable as that can be. Mm. But make sure you don't ask someone and they just Google it. Yeah. That's the danger. But yeah. I like the idea of looking things up in books. That's also oh, good. that's oh, great. I'd love a look up. I've still got a really big fat thesaurus oh, that I nice. use. And it, it does take a bit longer oh. and there's the odd paper cut. I love a Roger's. Mm. But mm-hmm. there's no adverts in it. Yeah. No adverts <laughs> yeah. in it. That's amazing. Thesaurus. And you don't like touch a, accidentally touch a part of the page and suddenly you're looking at the new Vauxhall Astra. <laughs> And Do things you, you Googled the night before. I don't want to be reminded of that with my ads. No, yeah, yeah. Not so bad. I, don't I don't like the personalised ads. I don't go to the dog. But you're right. There is, the, um, there is the chance of stumbling on something else. I've been looking up words in dictionaries with my son. He's got a dictionary. Great, isn't he? But mm. you can stumble on Like you might look up escape, but on the way you might find escallop or is escalope. Es- escallop. Es- <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You there's know what I'm saying, car- though? There's like, you know, you're looking for one word and then suddenly you've got another one in your vocabulary. Well, I looked up apparatnik. Did you? And um, was ever for? And there's a picture of <laughs> Zola in that paper. <laughs> I really a picture I'd cut out the paper and put in. Oh, you'd put it in there? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that was in there. <laughs> Result? Encyclopedia Britannica. I'll tell you what, speaking of the no Google rule, which is a, is, is a hard and fast rule on this, uh, on this show... Mm. 
We've got we've another uh, another walk down uh, memory lane uh, is the idiotic eureka moment. You know, oh yeah, which is and uh, again for new readers, um, we can we do get the odd new person join the uh, yeah join the caravan for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, remember the Evanses, they uh, they come along. Remember Mr. Yeah, yeah. Miss Evans yeah. and the uh, the eight kids. The, a lot they of kids. Were, yeah, they did. But they didn't listen for long. No. Anyway. Um, Noisy family. You said it. You said a mouthful. Um, I um, I had two in a week. Did you? Two idiotic eureka moments. Did the you? idea oh. is that you realise something you should have realised years ago. And yeah. it just suddenly comes to you. It dawns on you. So, for example... Um, well, uh, for example, know. last week, I think Sarah, our assistant uh, producer, I think it was, was her, mm. said, um, so AKA... Oh, yeah. <laughs> turns out it stands for also known as... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. I didn't think... I mean, you know, she could have Googled it. She it's could a joke. Have. It was a joke. Better not to. <laughs> so, but I mean, I and I thought her a little foolish for that. Did but, you? but I'm going to put myself now Go on, on. on the on the on the uh, naughty step as far as <laughs> oh, intelligence. I'm going to settle down. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Okay, I was watching um, the the Force Awakens. All right, Star Wars, as you would say. Um, no, it's about. Um, Police alarm clocks. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not one of those Rudy films. Um, and it's... Um, I was watching The Force <laughs> Awakens, and I was thinking to myself... And I've seen it. I've seen that, you know, three or four times. Which one's that? Apologies for not knowing. It's, it's the first... It's the first one. And it's the fourth, depending on how you look at the in world. In my first is in right. my fourth, yeah. First exactly. new one. So it's... Um, it, yeah, it's the right. first in the storyline. Yeah. So it's got Ewan McGregor yeah. as Probably. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And he speaks in this very clipped tone, in that fashion. And I, I think, why, why, why did he... Why, why does he talk like that? You know, I wonder what kind of a meeting they had when he thought, <laughs> I'm going to talk like this. Right. And I've thought that every time I watch it, I think that. And I was watching it the other day, and I thought, oh, he sounded a bit like um, Alec Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a coincidence, because oh, no. he's in style. And then no. I thought... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And it's taken me, I don't know how many screenings of the Star Wars... I mean, those three before Alec Guinness arrives. I've never realised that Ewan McGregor is an Alec Guinness ramp. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's just taking us to... He's our guide, saying, stick with me. I know they're not quite as good, but they're all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Stick with me and I'll take you to Alec Guinness. Yeah. And everything will be all right. <laughs> and it's taken me that long to work out that's why he does that. He's basically doing an Alec Guinness impression. Yeah. I wish if it had started <laughs> with him saying to... Um, who's the big Irish man? Um, Liam Neeson. Yeah, if he'd have mm. him saying to Liam Neeson, say if they're in a, on the spaceship and the door opens and it's all steamy and that, smoky. <laughs> you know the bit where the, they, they, they fire pies and gas and try to kill them and you just see the two lightsabers light up and then they come out? You know that bit right. in Force Awakens? If it had been like that and it, you and McGregor had stepped out and said, uh, this week, Liam, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Sir Alec Guinness. And then it would have been clear. Yeah. It's taken me, I don't know how many years. How many oh, years? Really? Eight, maybe. Oh, yeah. easy. An easy eight. Maybe ten. Yeah, so it's I'm, chunk, I, though, I'm holding my hand up here. Yeah. Like in basketball. Uh, I am an idiot. Absolute, absolute.
No, I think she's still alive. You, <laughs> I thought that was a reference to Melinda Messenger, the uh, popular page three girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you were um, you were discussing before about watching the Star Wars film with you and McGregor. Yes, um, the first of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and McGregor, aka Alec Guinness, as uh, as um, yes, as Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, and you said that it was the. Um, is the the Force Awakens? Didn't I you? said it. I think several times. Yeah, yeah. You made your little policeman alarm clock joke. No. <laughs> yeah. Wowza! My little policeman alarm. Yeah. Very, very good. I enjoyed it. He's However, just he's just landed from Pat- <laughs> Patronasia. <laughs> um, the switchboards yes. are very much lit up because um, you got the film wrong. It's it's yes, it's not the Phantom Menace. No. Well, you no, put that rather Phantom more Menace. kindly than eight three eight. Who well, says yes, Frank? You are an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. The Star Wars film you speak of... It's The Phantom Menace, yeah. He's gone into Star Wars speak. The Star Wars film you speak of... <laughs> yeah. the, is the, yeah. the Star Wars film you speak of. <laughs> I, would say, I would say we've is had the every Force shade Awakens of... Not? A terrible mistake I have made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, look, I'm going to flagellate myself on air. <laughs> like, like the uh, like the monks of some, old. Some people you... would charge by the hour to watch that. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can hear me flagellating. Oh, you know, I don't like have a cat play. of nine tails, so I'm using a bunch of five bananas, which um, <laughs> doesn't I mean, really even, hurt. It I feels hate, like I'm being grabbed I by hate George to be Foreman. Pedantic, but even that you've got wrong. That's four bananas. <laughs> well, that's four bananas. <laughs> I mean, oh, and this so is many, Aladdin. There's so many things you need to hit the correctione jingle. I am going to hit the correctione. I said. Correctione, correctione. Oh, no. In I mean, my long is... list of things that I'm not good at, I'm going to yeah. now include banana counting. <laughs> Well, I think there's you're... probably somebody listening now, maybe from the West Indies and wherever they. Where do they grow in the West Indies? And mm. um, was thinking, you know, I'm not going to do the voice, but I was thinking, do the voice. Oh, in that's custom. good. I tell you what, let's say it's a white bloke from the West Indies, and okay, he's thinking, yeah. you know, me going to offer you my job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, me nah like it, and um, because they know I can't count bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's an interesting question. Politically correctness. Can you can you do a, a white West Indian's accent? Yeah. I don't know. I twelve fifty. No, no, don't. That's don't text in. Don't Frank, text in. on the plus side, your friends in the S and M community will have had the time of their lives oh, this morning. They love, they love that. I mean, they're used to it. I've seen know. them use a plantain <laughs> on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man alive. Well, I haven't even told you the other... Um, what a morning it's been. I'll tell you what, it was worth that mistake, though, for the Force Awakens uh, police alarm clock joke. Oh, good. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I, you know, Phantom Menace, so where's the joke here's a, here's a question, Would you take back the error if you had to also take back the joke? Um, no, I'd rather have the error. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd rather be foolish and funny. Yeah. 
100. Because there's loads of people who are accurate and not funny. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if, I don't know if you listen to all the radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, no, I'm, I'm happy with the mistake. I haven't told you about my other mistake. You might say, even my other idiotic eureka moment, you might oh, think splendid. takes me to a whole new level of idiocy. Oh. But I'm afraid the fairs is at my side. And again, mm-hmm. for new readers, that means the producer is saying she puts a small fairs at the side of me and it means shot up now and play the next thing. And I am ever... As we say in the um, <laughs> it's the SM community, I'm ever obedient. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Attention must be paid, as I believe they say in Death of a Salesman, mm-hmm. to um, Adam Chingford or Adam in Chingford. Uh, who says, hey, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. <laughs> That's very, very <laughs> clever. Yeah. Because I, I, I suppose tally me banana means, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. in the banana industry, there's a tally man who counts the bananas. I guess so. For the yeah. tally of them. I mean, it's not my area of expertise, no? but yeah, I guess so. Um, oh, it's not in your maths. Section. Oh, I'm all right on the maths. <laughs> Weren't you working on banana boat all day long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great song, isn't it? Do you know it? Is it a great song? Working on banana boat all day long. Oh! Delayed coming, I want to go home. Me, want to go home. Yes. Anyway, I think we've pushed it as far as we can on the West Indian accent. You think? Ah, it's done with love. Um, anyway, here's my thing. One of the In the days when we started talking about... Um, idiotic eureka moments. One of the examples that someone sent in was Sooty and Sweep, if you remember. Yeah. Yes. For years they hadn't realised that Sooty and Sweep, the popular hand puppets, um, it was a, both pawn on um, the, the, the chimney sweeping yeah. Uh, yeah. industry. Yeah. Uh, sooty, because you get Sooty and Sweep because... Hmm. And um, I was um, reading a thing about Cannon and Ball... This week. Oh, no. Oh. And I thought... Oh, no. Of course, it's like Ow. cannon and then... Uh, Ow. I didn't know that either. You are kidding. I just See? got it, Frank. See, that is the great thing about an idiotic eureka moment. If you tell it in a group of people <laughs> like this, there's, what, six people in here? Don't trust me on that. They're all, in bana- <laughs> they're all dressed as bananas. Now, if, you'll, you'll always get five people going... Oh, what? What? And one going, I've got to be honest. I didn't didn't. get it. I'm really happy that I know that. Yeah? That's changed my life. What, Cannon and Ball? Yeah. (laughs) I really have. Not only have I seen Cannon and Ball, I've seen them live. Yeah. And I've seen them in a a satin waistcoat. I've said Cannon and Ball. Obviously, you can't trust my maths, but I bet I've said it uh, probably... We're into four figures, the amount of times I've said Cannon and Ball in conjunction. Well, you've worked with them all, haven't you? <laughs> Presumably you've worked with Cannon and Ball. Um, I don't know so, if I have. Oh, really? Was it a happy coincidence, or is that why they got together? Or did one of them change their name, or both of them? Well, I'm betting Bobby Ball, <laughs> I reckon, is a real name. And the other one said, what if I change my name to Cannon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you but think? I could be wrong, could be the other way around. They could actually be their names. Oh, that would be amazing like if that's Wenger why they got together. You know, when Arsenal oh, yeah. got the Arsenal job. Yeah. It can happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
that um, nominative determinism we also it established is. that your name yeah. takes you... I was thinking about nominative determinism this week. There's a, a man in the South African cricket team called Vernon Philander. And I oh. thought, no, I bet no. his wife gets led a merry dance. <laughs> yeah. I have no evidence for that other than his no. surname. He's probably a very decent, um, loyal man. Frank, we've had someone get in touch about putting a bag together, close quotes. Would you like to hear? Yes. This? Morning, gang. Is I... it the Bride of Frankenstein uh, plot? <laughs> I too put a bag together on most trips out of the house these days. Ah. I first took a tote to a summer party. Is it felt more comfortable than just standing with my hands in my pockets? Yes. And I've since realised how practical... Sorry, can I just pause for... Yes! <laughs> the level of enthusiasm. <laughs> this weather, you, there's nowhere to put a pocket because you've got hardly anything on. Do you know what I mean? You've got yeah. a shirt and trousers. You've turned into Quan or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've since realised how practical it is to sure. always have a jacket or umbrella or something in there. It's become something of a crutch. When my friends ask what I'm carrying in it all the time, I say, my confidence. That's very good. It's literally a bag of nerves, and now I feel naked if I leave the house sans tote. That's from MASH. Well, I'm not going to say my confidence, because they'll know the bag just isn't big enough. Oh, that's mm. good. I. Mm. But that's, yeah, I mean, women have been doing this for years with bags, haven't they? It's yeah. Not yeah. Like we started it. Yeah. yeah. But the tote. It's our little crap. There's something fabulously asexual about the tote bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, bookshops bring them out so you can look clever at the same time. Yeah. And that's always good. Look clever, even if you don't get the cannon and ball pond. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my motto. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Annie QPR has been in touch, Frank. Annie She's, QPR? She says, sorry to burst the bubble. This is re Cannon and Ball. Mm. Thomas Derbyshire and Robert Harper are now Cannon and Ball. Oh. So there yeah. isn't a, neither a Cannon. How did they no. arrive at that as a pawn? They must have sat there and thought, fish and chips? Nah. Oh, yeah. lock, lock and chips. key? Nah. <laughs> Yeah. They must have gone through a few. Lock and Key's good. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, Sean Lock and Tim Key. They <laughs> should work together. They should. That would be that great. good. Tired and emotional. There's loads of things you could have. Yeah. Isn't there? Yeah. Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> I miss well. Um, you're yeah. not the only person that's had an idiotic eureka moment. Um, we've uh, had a text in, Hi Frank, I had an idiotic eureka moment this week when I realised the donkey from Winnie the Pooh was called Eeyore. Because that's the sound donkeys make. Well, that's, uh, that makes me feel a lot better about Cannon and Ball. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? I've always yeah. felt like I've got an affinity with Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh. You, you do? do. You? Yeah, oh, yeah. you're not Are reading you this Eeyore? out. This is you talking. <laughs> this is me, Alan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is uh, Mike I'm... Yarwood, ladies and gentlemen. This is me. No, I think I am. I think I'm Eeyore-ish. Are you Eeyore? Yeah. What poo been... character are you, Frank? <laughs> what the, ta the Tower of Poo. What poo character? <laughs> Which character are you in Poo? Um, I'm. Uh, I think you're Tigger. Next, you Tigger. Uh, yeah, I think I'm the F lump. Okay, huh? Frank, no, you're already being um, quoted on. Uh, I don't know if you've gone viral yet, but you're on Twitter saying, "I'd rather be foolish and funny than accurate and boring." Frank Skinner. Hashtag never give up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I see. I don't care. <laughs> um, on the subject of cannons, mm, I was in. Um, I was in a children's book. I was in Daunt. I've got their tote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. yeah. Um, and uh, 
I was looking for a book and I was with my five-year-old and he went off to look in the children's section. Made oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he, he picked out a book called The Runaway Dinner. But the plot, and I don't want to, no spoilers, but the plot mm. is a child is, has a sit-down for a meal and suddenly the meal basically makes a break for it. Sounds undercooked. Chips, yes. um, yeah. you know, chips um, going off in different directions, etc. So the child, I, I had a, he said, will you read this to me? So there's a little section where you can sit and read a book to your oh, child. Yeah. So I sat on this... Um, it's a stool that takes the form of a toadstool. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, that's just occurred to me, actually, toadstool. No. It's because toads sit on them. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Know that. Didn't know that either. Um, it's a big week for you. It's my yeah. brain. I can feel my brain expanding. Um, anyway, I have to buy a new hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's written by a guy called Alan Holberg, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so I started reading Oh, it. yes, I like him. And there was a... He's a very famous kid yes, writer. Yes, Janet and Alan. And mm-hmm. um, turns out that the character's name, the boy, is called Banjo Cannon. Do you see why I think mm. of this now? And I thought, hold on a minute. When I was a kid, there was a bloke lived near us called Banjo Cannon. Bit of a local legend. Been a boxer. Mm. Um it was a bit like my dad in that he drank and had a volatile temper. Sometimes you'd hear a big shout going, like a big rowdy argument going on in the distance. And my dad would say, oh, that'll be Banjo, falling out with someone. And we lived very near the Salvation Army Hall, so sometimes you'd hear brass band music and an undercurrent of violence. <laughs> that was the backdrop to my childhood. And you can see where I've turned out the way I have. But... Um, I became. I thought the car. It's not a name you just arrive at, is it? No. Banjo Cannon. No. And I thought I'm going to investigate this. So you know what I did? Uh, I emailed Alan Alberg's publishers. Did you? This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Yes. So I contacted um, Alan Alberg's publishers to see. If uh, if it could possibly be the same banjo can, and turns out Alan Alberg grew up in Oldbury, where I grew up. Shut up. No. Yeah, and uh, we're a similar age. He's about eighty. So, um, <laughs> so I got um, I got in touch with um, with him direct. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, it seems it was the same bloke, <gasps> banjo can. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, it is a really remarkable coincidence, and uh, so we had. Uh, yeah, a bit of email exchange about the, the old days. Oh, that's nice. In Albury, it's great. Oh, lovely. And I, as I mentioned, Alan Alberg, it turns out more Daisy and yeah. Emily have read basically every book he's. Oh, oh yeah, love Alberg. Oh man, but it made me think that um, I many many years ago I did a sitcom called Blue Heaven. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I remember um, it. I based my name, my character name, on the idea that in in those days, or and in, and before then, often if you were a sort of a known person and you were in a sitcom, they would keep the same Christian name. All right. Mm. So it'd be like Terry and June was Terry Scott and June Whitfield. Mm. Yeah. And that wasn't their surnames, but that was their name. So there was a lot of that. So I stopped with Frank. But I took um, Sanford, which was my surname, I took it from Teddy Sanford, who was a famous West Bromwich Albion player, captain at FA Cupmaning team. So I was called Frank Sanford. Anyway, years later, the Saturdays come out. Oh, oh. yeah. 
Yes. Who's the main sex symbol? Frankie, Frankie Sanford. Sanford. Come on, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> that is not a coincidence. No. She is obviously a massive fan of Blue Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's just picking that up wrong with it. I'm having that. Yeah, totally. Also, on, there used to be a mechanic on, um, on Coronation Street called Chris Collins, which is my birth name. Oh, yeah. You might call it my real name, but what is real? Yeah. 8, 12, 15. That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. I agree with that. Don't they? Yeah. And he was also from, um, I then found out he was from West Bromwich, this no. character. Of course, a bit of investigation. Turns out the bloke had deliberately chosen my no. birth name. And, yeah. Is that true? Really? Yeah. So, there's a lot of interesting oh, ways. There's, yeah. there's a, there was a Coronation Street character named Collins. Collins. Yeah. That's, That's interesting, isn't it? Hey, who knew? Who? <laughs> yeah, there was that bloke called Hugh New, <laughs> based, on, based on my catchphrase. And Frank, we've had a picture and of Frank. Frank. <laughs> another, that's another, another example. Yeah, I'm coming out now. Yeah, I'm. she. Um, that wasn't her real name. She, she was a big fan. Big fan of the show, Anne Frank. <laughs> Great reception in the attic. In the basement, there was nothing. Well, you're all looking at me like that for? <laughs> I oh, wonder. OK, we'll, 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 we move on. Too soon, maybe. Can I tell you about <laughs> you're right. the nice picture we've had in of Roy Cropper? There oh, you go. Yeah. Carrying a tote. Oh, it's Coronation Street morning. <laughs> it here is. On, carrying a tote back. But, Frank, he's got one of those... I'm going to go Hessian. Do you know those Hessian oh, totes, oh, yeah. which I find a bit scratchy on the legs in the summer? Well, we don't use those for uh, everyday <laughs> totes, but we do use them for a supermarket shop. Very useful for the tins. But, you see, I carry a tote over my shoulder. I see Cropper oh. carries it by the fully extended handle. But with those Hessian ones, it's a bit hay Wayne. He I must mean, be taller got... than me. If I carry one by the fully extended handle, they're, they're, they're interfering with the, with the pavement. Right. Do you go for a canvas handle, not the rope handle? I've got one rope handle, which was sent me as a gift, and I use that on special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Gavin, 8 o'clock. <laughs> Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. A lot of people already have this morning, especially when I got the wrong Star Wars title. Yeah. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And a lot of people expressing love for Alan Alberg. Alberg? Alberg? How do you say it, Frank? He's your pal. Um, I, will, I, I only email. So oh, OK. Yeah. I would say... Alberg. I, I, yeah, but I don't yeah. know. I OK. Don't know. Um, that was in the days when children's books were written by children's books writers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Not celebrities who were looking for someone to do. A few extra bob. <laughs> Um, Moving on. Speaking of celebrities finding a few extra bob, <laughs> um, we need to talk this week about the amazing revelations that Alice Cooper forgot he had an Andy Warhol print. Was it oh, a print? Yes. Or a, oh, no, it was an original it was, silk screen. It was screen. A, an originale. Well, if it's a yeah. silk screen, it was a print. Surely. Good point. Goodness. Good a print, point. but an originale print. A printed image of an electric chair, I believe. Well, the um, point is, well, it's worth a lot of money. Most... most <laughs> Alice Cooper, Route <laughs> One, subject totally. for a print. Yeah, do you have any electric chair? 
stuff. I think I prefer oh, sure. the uh, soup tins. <laughs> but he forgot he had it, and then yeah. uh, and then remembered during a I think a dinner party, someone mentioned these Andy Warhol prints, and he went, "Oh yeah, I've got one of those somewhere," and had a rummage around. Yeah, <laughs> he had a rummage around and found it next to some old kit. No, but he and said it's he worth went, millions. What was the phrase he used? He, he went to his storage unit. He went to his storage right. facility. <laughs> storage. Yeah. So this means that Alice Cooper has a lock up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got... Do you think he goes there with the guys? We had some brewskis. I have some beers. They hang out. I watch imagine, a game. I tell you what I'm imagining. In one, co- you know those pla- those big plastic like they're almost like Tupperware boxes, and yeah. they're, oh, they're yeah. clear, and then they've got like a blue lid on them. Yeah, mm. I'm imagine there's one of those with black leather wrist supports. <laughs> Just that, <laughs> nothing else. What, what would you expect to find in Alice Cooper's lockup? At 12.15. A bit of banana flagellation, maybe. Oh, I know. And I like the sound of his manager, Shep Gordon, because I love a Shep. Top hats. A a big pile of top hats. A lot of cool hats. On hooks. You don't normally get many human Sheps. No. I mean, I know two Sheps. Your Shep... And John, no- the late John Noakes' Shep. Yeah, both, both canine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Shep Gordon had some great things to say about this. He did. He said he was talking about the fact that, you know, he'd been storing this painting. And he said it was a rock and roll time. Alice ends up going into an insane asylum for his drinking. Did say I don't that? think you can really. I mean, your manager's saying that about you, <laughs> saying you went into an insane asylum. <laughs> I don't know if we call it that anymore. No, Maybe I, treatment I, centre I, I don't now. Know. When did he go into it? Eighteen seventy-one. <laughs> <laughs> the lunatics at Bedlam. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I thought it was rather exciting for Alice. Oh. It's, it's seven and a half million. Pounds. Wow. And he got it it's from an ex-girlfriend, like Frank. She'll be yeah. kicking herself. Uh, she paid two well, grand. I'm she's dead. She's Alice Cooper's <laughs> ex-girlfriend. You think so? Yeah. She might well have been dead while he's going out with her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a man who... He likes the darker side of... Um, he does. ...of existence. Do yeah. you know his real name? Vince Fernier. I Very think. good, Frank. Is that right? Very yeah. good. Yeah, I used to. Quite, I used to be quite like Alice. You know, I had a, I had a strange experience with Alice when I interviewed him on. on, on I used to do a chat show in the. Oh, uh, don't Google it. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's a thing called agape. That's right. I forgot that it yeah. was him. Mm. And it's you, experience of it's all it's it's like the, they say it's the purest form of love. So you feel this love for someone. It can be a stranger. It can be someone you know. And it's un, uncomplicated by you know the physicals or the fact that they're your child mm-hmm. or whatever. They're just pure or love. The fact that it's Alice Cooper. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking stuff. to Alice Cooper, and suddenly I felt this immense love for him. I mean, like. Um, sort of universal love mm. and I didn't want to tell him because I thought he might be a bit embarrassed so I'm interviewing him asking him questions about keeping snakes and stuff <laughs> and meanwhile I'm just experiencing they say I've heard it said and many of course will scoff at this it's, it's the way we'll feel about each other in heaven Oh. oh, I like that. But, um, I mean, if Alice Cooper turns up in heaven, that's, that's so counterintuitive. It is, isn't Everything it? Everything about him seems to be heading in the downstairs. That's not right. right. Eyeliner dripping down his face. He's, white top hat, though, he, he Frank. He does follow the Nazarene. Oh, does, does he? He does, that, yeah. He'll ah. have a white top hat, I think, for that. <laughs> he might have the full outfit in white, like a heaven kit. <laughs> 
By the way, fo- on the subject of following... Evan Tuxedo out. He might. He has got a white uh, oh, tuxedo. Uh, yeah, white. I remember oh, when, does he, he? when he did elected, I think he wore a white tuxedo and white... Uh, oh, so familiar hat. with his back catalogue. It's good to have your ghost outfit already yeah. ready. <laughs> well, yeah, what's your ghost outfit? I'm going to plan mine. You need a really pale outfit to wear. To, I've got to, my so plan, you, Frank. So you dress right for a ghost. It's a bit Anne Boleyn, my ghost outfit. <laughs> That's why they buried um, Colonel Sanders in his, <laughs> in his thing. Straight into the ghost thing. No need, no need to shop. <clears throat> straight into ghosting. But I had, speaking of following the Nazarene, did, yeah. did I have a shop this week? What happened? I can't, honestly... What? No, I know. I know Christianity is not as fashionable as it used to be, but if we could just mention it briefly. Oh, yeah. Um, I turned on Songs of Praise this week. Oh, yeah. Who was hosting it? Who? Catherine Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so Catherine Jenkins, you may recall I identified as Lucifer's representative on Earth. Yeah. He's now hosting um, Songs of Praise. Yeah. Is it a regular gig for her? I, it is. Is I, it? I think the um, the phrase is spy in the camp. Yeah. <laughs> is it, what? What's the phrase? Spy, 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 spy in the camp. Jones. Oh, spy in the camp. Oh, he's still on there, I think. Oh, I thought he was lovely for that role. I tell you what, when I when I put it, I, I just I was just flicking. I was channel. I've got to be honest with you. I wouldn't watch song of, songs of praise. Really? You don't. No. Well, if you don't, there's what hope is there yeah, for the yeah. rest of humanity? I find the term hymns a bit sexist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I don't watch it. I think you know it's not my kind of show. Yeah. Uh, right. But. When I switched it on and she was on me, I tell you yeah. what I felt like. Do you remember when Michael Douglas gets home in um, in Fatal Attraction and Glenn Close is sitting there on the sofa? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and she's pretending in the white she wants dress. To, she's yeah. pretending she wants to buy the house. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. And he walks in and there's there's <laughs> there. That's what I felt like. That oh my <laughs> god, what's she doing here? Right. Yeah. Cuckoo in the nest, Frank. Absolute, absolute. I, so I, be careful mm. because you might be there just to lead people astray. So you're going to watch it a lot now? You're going to watch it? Gonna no, I'm like never going to watch viewing? it. I'm never going to watch it again. Oh, really? Oh, OK. It's Somebody's had life. a guess at what's in Alice Cooper's um, lock-up. Lock up. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> and Alice Cooper made up of balloons. <laughs> now, I think that is a reference to when Alice Cooper was on... Um, Room 101. Oh, yeah. He, he, balloon modelling was one of the things... So he doesn't like all the art forms. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> no. He, that was one of the things he put in. So we got this balloon modeller to make a very elaborate Alice Cooper balloon sculpture. Oh, I see. Seems kind of, sort of odd he was on Room 101, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it yeah, yeah. It seems brilliant. I mean, did you ha- feel the same level of affection for him on Room 101? Not like, I mean, that Agaby thing was a bit of a one-off, I think. But it was, right. it was one of the few occasions on Room 101 we had three male guests. Right. So they're really like. But he passed through because his name's Alice, yeah? Yes. And he wears the makeup as well. (laughs) So you're not wasting the makeup artist for the night. So he was um, he was on. He's on. Alice Cooper was on with uh, Chris Packham and Chris Tarrant. <laughs> weird green room. It was a very very weird green room. But he was uh, he was nice. I must admit. I imagined he didn't like balloon sculptures because you think he lives in quite a spiky world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's it lots does. of spikes, mm-hmm. studs. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, sharp things in his house. You should know. I haven't been to his house. <laughs> no, I just meant in your world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, so balloon. But he seemed quite. He took the balloon um, thing away with him. Oh. That'd be a good photo. Is Alice Cooper leaving the studio <laughs> with an almost life-sized balloon model of himself? That'll Excellent. be in that lock-up. Yeah, but he's <laughs> not pleased to find that. That'll it. be Obviously, in the lock-up. Yeah, you know, when, when hey, Shep, have down, you seen my balloon sculpture? <laughs> when balloons go down, it'll be like in a corner like that, like a flat, horrible, <laughs> oh. flaccid Alice Cooper figure. Someone using it as an ashtray in the lock-up. He might just keep it inflated and in the in the living room window <laughs> to put off burglars. <laughs> just well, he needs looking. to put off burglars. Now he's got a seven-and-a-half exactly. million Exactly. He should put the balloon that you got him made of himself right next to the thing so that people think it's under constant guard. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good a, idea. That is a good idea. I'm writing that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how he felt, though, when he found... Oh. I was saying that I found a... Fi- I put a jacket on and oh. there was a fiver in the breast pocket. Oh, felt like a lottery winner. I was, it's not often I use the phrase cock-a-hoop, <laughs> but I felt absolutely cock-a-hoop. So yeah. if, I, if, I'd, if I'd have found a seven and a half million quid picture... Oh. Oh, fine. I wouldn't be able to get me out on. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing Alice Cooper um, finding a precious Andy Warhol um, that he'd forgotten all about. And he's worth seven and a half million. Yeah. To give you a little snapshot of, uh, of my life, the nearest I've come to that is finding some soup. That I've forgotten about. You know, like a tin. Like a just... Oh, well, that, there's that soup at the back of the cupboard. I can see the Andy Warhol. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very similar, isn't it? It's yeah. very similar. What about when I found some pork scratchings in my glove compartment? <laughs> and they were all... You know when they're twisted at the top, Frank? And I tied it all nicely. Oh, perfect. And I found some treats for my dog as well. Oh. It's a great day for me, that. That's I know it's not Andy Warhol. It's you think not. the dog would have found oh. the pork scratch? <laughs> yeah. He's too small, Frank. Oh, well. <laughs> don't you keep him in the glove compartment? <laughs> no, I don't think that's allowed. Oh, is it not? He's got a special carrier. I was, you didn't uh, do that once. I was moving a, 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 a girlfriend. I was moving in with me and we went over to her house. I used to have this Irish driver at the time. Oh, yes, uh, I remember Called Jerry. Jerry, yeah. He was about... I suppose he was about 50, 60. And he said, Frank, what did he say? He said, never go out with a woman in the summer. Yeah, because she's got the tan and everyone looks good with the tan. Yeah, but oh. not true anymore, of course. <laughs> this was before the age of the fake tan. Yeah. He said many things. Um, mm-hmm. I once um, got in a car with a, a woman and she said, uh, oh, it smells lovely in here, Jerry. What is it? He said, it's a Mercedes. so anyway we're on the way uh, we picked up all these clothes and this woman's cat and we were driving and I said hold on where's the cat we forgot the cat and he said uh, it's in the boot and I said no 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 stop the car stop the car and I remember he said no there's a fierce amount of air in there (laughs) anyway how did we get to that pork Uh, scratchings in the car oh yeah pork scratchings in the dog in the car (laughs) (laughs) Pork scratchings in the car, I know, I know. I tell you what I forgot I had. I found some playing cards given to me by Dynamo oh. in my bag the other day. Dynamo merch? Yeah. Just in the bag? They, he did a trick on me and Frank and I kept the cards. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I, um, I tell you, was it you that told me? I've got a chair in my house. Oh, uh, that that's I bought one of the fortune. 
that I thought years ago. It's a design classic. And and Emily said to me, do you know that? (laughs) You know that's worth a lot of money, that chair. It's really famous. I said, uh, I don't think... No, I bought it. I bought it probably about 15 years ago. Uh Uh, But I didn't pay like a massive... Joy. I remember it was like more. I just like this chair. It's got like a spaghetti back. Uh, to it, very yeah. famous. Um, Have you Googled it? And she it? said, no, it's worth So I thought, well, I'm allowed to Google that because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know. Did you Google? It's called an Edra Jeanette mm. chair. So I thought, it's just a, it's a wooden chair with this sort of spaghetti like back on it. Yeah. Looked it up, three grand. Whoa. I told you, Frank. For a ch- I had to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, I was right next to the chair I was looking up. Three, I've got a three grand chair in the house. What do I need a three grand chair for? Oh, I sit down. Congratulations, though. It's, I mean, it's a lot. It's, a, it, I, it's, it's very supportive of the back. That's why I uh, good. bought it. But I I'm getting a newfound affection for that chair now. I mean, <laughs> who, buys, who buys a chair as an investment? Mm. Make any sense? Oh, and yeah. I also, I found the other day, in the back of a drawer, a, a lapel badge mm. with a, I'm guessing, Victorian, possibly Edwardian gentleman on it, who I thought, oh, Rodyard Kipling. Oh. How come I've got a Rudyard Kipling badge? And I looked up and I thought, oh, no, it's not, not actually him. I looked up, Google it. I thought, maybe it's Crippin, the murderer. No. So I looked up, no. Oh, buzzkill. <laughs> so, um, so what I'd um, like, actually, I might, put it, I might put it on our social media page. If anyone oh, can identify this bloke. No, it's not Crippin. Oh, good. So I've got a badge with a Victorian stroke Edwardian gentleman on and I've no idea... Who it is, or how I got it, or why? Okay. So that's Exciting. this morning's uh, mystery. It hasn't set the. Uh, <laughs> well, give it time. The price. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what might happen? Um, so I found that. Yeah. I also found a big coin, which was p- a particular significance to today. Why? It was a coin, a proper royal mint coin celebrating the marriage of um, Princess Diana and Prince Charles on this very day in 1981. Oh, yeah. And I had an strange experience in the Plough pub that day, which I'll tell you about after. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Would you like me to speak for a moment while you chew that apple? Yeah. I'm going to go for it. I must learn to time it better. Yeah. You must. Mm. You really must. Hurry on. I mean, that is one of those things that people would put into Room 101, isn't it? Like What's people that? People chewing food on the radio. Yeah, exactly that, that'd that be quite of. right. Yeah. How do you... Yeah, when you call someone up as well and they're eating. Oh, you I know what I say? So oh, don't you? I say, shall I wait until you finish that? All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Ouchie. I don't like hearing smoking on the phone. That's not happening so much now, it? doesn't is it? happen these days, doesn't it? Vaping. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel what like I'm being blown kisses at. I don't want that. <laughs> Not on the phone. I think Emily's got a, a good one. What said to me ages ago, people, are, you can hear typing when they're on the phone. Oh, <laughs> God! So you're just, Sorry to use that word, You're Frank, just a backdrop. The typing, and I'm afraid, lovely Daisy, the producer, sometimes oh, yeah. I'll be talking to her, Frank, and I'll say, so what I was thinking is, and she'll go... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll say something like, yes, I've had some really good news, and she'll go, nightmare. <laughs> and I'll say, were you listening to me? I've what often, did I say? 
I've often spoken to people on the phone. I thought, do they know I'm on the toilet? <laughs> oh, have you? And is it disrespectful to speak to someone when you're uh, disrespectful when you're yes. on the toilet? Well, yes, I, think think so. I don't want to get too bogged down in this. <laughs> Very good. No. But it depends what the the, uh, the situation Scenario. is in the toilet. Well, as a male, as a male, when I say on the toilet. Oh, oh okay. you can guess yeah. the rest. Absolutely. Well, then the answer is no. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm not talking FaceTime now. No. I'm talking, you know. You can speak to audio. members of the same sex. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Is that mm. all right? Yeah. Like, I'd speak to Daisy and I'd flag it up. Really? Yeah. I do hom- often, what don't if, I? What if you're homosexual? I say, do you mind, Daisy? If you're homosexual, oh, does yeah. that rule still apply? Eight, yeah. twelve, fifteen. Any, anything goes. <laughs> it's a toffee. <laughs> don't, don't race into it. Have a, have a little seminar at home. <laughs> anyway, on, do, on the 29th of July, 1981, which everyone was given a day off for the, the royal yeah. wedding. We didn't know. Um, and I got very, very drunk indeed. And I went into the Plough-In pub in... in uh, was it you know, much? You know the ploughing, do you? I know the um, there, there's the ploughing Murfield in West Yorkshire. Oh, I'm sure it plough, wasn't that. A lot of ploughs about. Was it a and nice pub? Felt, it was. It was quite nice. Yeah. The, the gaff was quite. But uh, 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 we fell out. Oh yeah. And uh, was it over? Was nice. it over alcohol? Well, I don't know what it was over. Okay. I was over alcohol. <laughs> he said. Um, I remember he said to me, "Don't you think I'm nothing? You know, just because I wear glasses." Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he took his glasses off as that sort of, you know. All right. Like and a... like, there is a man behind here. Oh. I, yeah. And it, it, looking back now, I realise people are to touch you about having glasses now, are they? <laughs> no. It was, it was like a real thing. He had to prove that the glasses hadn't completely emasculated him. Yeah, some people wear glasses on purpose now, even without any... Oh, no. Like, it's changed, hasn't it? It's all changed. He's probably dead some... now, anyway. <laughs> Some of the glamour models wear glasses now. I oh, know. Yeah. Well, the first one I remember doing that was that... Um, Joe Guest. Joe Guest yeah. used to do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Did you have a round with him? Is that... Yes. It was always... I was very drunk. I had a Union Jack round my neck. Honestly, Did you? It's like being a different person. It's oh. like, like the Brits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like it was like a big celebratory day. This, this, you know, these these young lovers. Oh yeah, we didn't know there was three in the mirage. <laughs> <laughs> that was all top secret. <laughs> this was pre Bashir. We didn't know that. Pre Bashir, written by Ruby Wax. That line. What? What? I think that's out there. She said that. Ruby Wax wrote the line, there are three of us in this relationship. Did she? Mm. It's not... um, It's not when a man is tired of London (laughs) is tired of life. We still remember it. We do, but it's maths, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Basically, um, it's counting. You know the... um, you know the cream cakes advert, um, naughty but nice. If you're going to tell yeah. me, this, yeah, I am. This is Gary Alman's sister. <laughs> I am going to tell you that. Go I was on, about tell, to tell me. You, I was about to tell you, Salman Rushdie. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> I did this it. This is in a number of facts. I did it. Facts that nobody knows that everyone knows. It's <laughs> the, the name of the series. I'm Big Mo with... is Gary Alman's so sister. So did everyone know the Ruby Works? No. Oh, okay. Good. No, no, I just didn't. the stuff I say. I didn't know the Ruby Works. <laughs> But I Go to work put, on an egg, Frank. I wouldn't put oh, that on. Who's that by? Faye Weldon. Oh, was it? Thank oh, you. I didn't know that. There you go. Oh, I've had two. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't put 
There are three people in this marriage in my resume. No. No. In my writing. She has. Yeah. Um, I had a ruby wax the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's my own fault. I didn't powder beforehand. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Anyway, I'm... Um, I'm going through a period where I've almost got an opposite problem to Alice Cooper, who has uh, has found uh, a thing that he'd forgotten he had. Yeah. I'm losing underwear. This oh. is a problem in my life. I've, Filthy creep. No, I get, well, I, I, I wear a cotton boxer short, as we've discussed on the show before. I think you'll find it probably in the glove compartment with the scratchings. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a, I wear you a wear cotton, cotton, you wear a cotton, cotton boxer. boxer short for, for daytime and for athletic activities. You I, like prefer to be held. To, I prefer to be held, yeah. <laughs> but That's his catchphrase I'm now. really running out of boxer shorts. I've, I've, I've said to my wife, have you been throwing my boxer shorts out? And she said, no, I wouldn't do that. You're like... You're an adult. You can look after yourself, get your own pants and throw them out when you think that... It's they're... changed, hasn't it, the whole wife-husband yeah. Very different, uh, yeah. So it's not... I don't know how lucky they had it in the 70s. <laughs> I, I agree, totally I agree. I almost the men. I almost feel sorry for the blokes in the 70s. pants on their bed every night. In that they'd get to work, come home, read the paper all night and had everything done for them, but they didn't, they didn't no. know that they were nearing the end of that. True. So they didn't they appreciate They sometimes it. had a drink poured for them. Yeah. It's true. They didn't know how lucky they were. All You're gone right. now. Gone. <laughs> gone. Gone. But as as of many of my underpants, it seems. Yeah. Where are they? I, well, I've got a couple of theories, but here's what so I So have I, think. I, but I don't know if you want to hear them. Well, well, I think they're I mean, in Alice Cooper's locker. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I think is happening. I mean, the socks, we all know that socks disappear, don't they? Because there's two of them, there's double the chance of them disappearing. Yeah. But a pair of boxer shorts... Like, do you remember, I think maybe a year ago, somebody texted this shirt and said, oh, when I'm travelling in my socks... Did they say, oh? Or I think they did it, say, oh. Was it from the bloke from James? Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Um, they said that they took, like, old socks on holiday with them and just threw them at the, in the bin at the end. Oh, yes. I think I've been doing that with boxer shorts and not realising that I've been doing that. I think you, I've been going yes. away and just... Disposables. I've just been throwing boxer oh. shorts in travel lodge bins and Frank, going. I don't like the thought of him wearing disposable panties. But I'm down no. to about four pairs of boxer shorts. I, the I laundry's say? killing me. <laughs> I have a real problem with the word panties. So do I, that's why oh. I said well, it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not... You know, no, don't I'm not airing my dirty linen in public. I wouldn't do it's that. Too late for that, love. But I but don't I've... understand. That's a sort of mental aberration. You throwing them away and completely forgotten that I've been throwing them away. They don't turn up in a bag somewhere. No, oh, that'll be a nice searched. bag. I've searched. I the hope house. they don't turn up in Roy Cropper's tote, Hessian <laughs> tote. Maybe that's what he's carrying. He's in the Manchester area. I sense there must be a podcast somewhere <laughs> called Roy Cropper's tote. If there isn't, there will be at the end of this weekend. Why sure. is it called a tote bag? Why is it? Hey? Why is it called a tote bag? Do you know, bag? I've been using that term in fashion for so long and I don't know. Is what? it case no. so if you carry the money arm if you win the tote? Is it to do oh, with the, what, maybe. the racing tote? That's a racing thing, what? isn't it? It's a racing yeah. body, governing body. Yeah. John McCurrick always talks about them. Is there a thing in Polk Salad Andy where he says, I carried it home in a tote sack? 
I anyway, don't know, but I tell you what, what, does, what does tote bag? What does it mean? Um, Eight, twelve, and Frank. 15. We've got Again? some verification <laughs> through um, on this character on the badge. So, oh, we're, we're just still, looking into it. Have we identified? Boffins man are just on badge? confirming. That'll but be we'll great. Let you know. That'll be great news for me. Is, is it a badge I'd want to wear or not wear? Julian, you think I wouldn't want to wear it? Okay, look forward after this. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've, um, we've had a few texts saying tote means carry. So tote bag. Oh. If you tote a carrier bag. If you tote so, someone, tell you what, there'll um, be two footprints in the sand. Or is old, it three? Old man river. Tote that barge, lift that bale. <laughs> Isn't it? Lovely. Tote that barge. Yeah. Is it? You gets a little drunk and you ends in G. <laughs> We've uh, also had a text that I think you'll be interested in from 398. Please reconsider the quality of there are three people in this marriage. It is very striking. <laughs> I... <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but Frank, That's from Ruby it's never Wax. a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wax. No, it's never a bad thing. It wouldn't to be have been asked. that short. <laughs> um, well, it's, I mean, it's lasted. Who am I to mock it? How many of my yeah. jokes have lasted that long? Not that it's a joke, as such. It's not no. a joke, but it's right. a it's a it's a con- construct, isn't it? It's a construction. It's I an unusual. I mean, it surprises you when you first hear it. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd heard it before that. Really? No. no. Three people? In this relationship. I'd heard it, but we live near a bigamist, so it was fine. Did she say oh, in this my relationship? My grandfather was a bigamist. Oh, right. One of my grandfathers was a bigamist. I oh. wish they gave him. Convicted. Live and let live. Um, I'll talk about that off end. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Well, that, did she say in this marriage or in this relationship? She said oh. there were three of us in this marriage, so it was rather crowded. Okay. Oh, that's a good... Mm. You see, she oh, could have... Like do a good lady die. She could have um, said, you know, there should have been three rings. Man, you can't improve that, on the joke no. now. It's like a three-ring circus, our marriage. Oh, yeah. I people would have said, that's clever. I know, it's a bit it. laboured, so... Also, you know what, the thing... <laughs> It, it was a bit late. OK, we're going to get to the barbed wire and the my... butterfly in a minute, <laughs> my friend. I'm thinking on my feet, you know. I mean, Ruby Wax, I'd probably put a couple of Chet days writers. to one. Oh, yeah. The thing about this is that it was a very emotional, moving, from the heart interview. Yeah. The idea that she used writers on it yeah. is not great, is it? Well, no. they're all family often used writers. Don't we use writers, they? don't they, I believe? Everybody. Oh, well, everybody news. except me. <laughs> so like this. That's all I'm saying. Writers. Oh, now. Writers. Schmiters. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Um, this is uh, Frank Skinner on uh, Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've been conducting uh, a mystery. I found a lapel badge yeah. in a drawer with a sort of a Victorian stroke Edwardian gent on it with a big moustache and glasses. Yeah. And uh, we put it on our... Um, what is, what's it, what do we put it on? You... 
Twitter. You Is it on a, Twitter? You're trying, to, um, you're trying to identify the gentleman in the picture. Is it a badge but, I want to wear? But there's also a bit of me that thinks that your real question is, is this worth anything? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't much think Much the same way as the Alice Cooper painting and your chair gained it's in value. not worth top happening. That's what you reckon? <laughs> well, he's been... People have done Google image searches, because you can do this if you put in a photo. I didn't know you could Amazing do Amazing what they could do yeah. now, isn't it? So, what are they going to come up with next? Oh. The money at the, driverless the smart cars, money at the moment. Yeah. Well, you say driverless cars, and the smart money at the moment is on Emil Jelinek, who was a wealthy European. Yes, I'm reading directly from Wikipedia. Wealthy European automobile entrepreneur with Daimler Motorin Gesellschaft. <laughs> Why have I got? He was responsible for the first modern car, the Mercedes. Why, Why have, have you I got, got his badge? <laughs> it's him. I mean, that's He's the sort Did you go to a Mercedes event? Perhaps. No, I don't okay. think so. I mean, it might not be him. I'm not 100. Some people are saying it looks like Nietzsche. No, oh. I don't think... No, I'd know Nietzsche. Oh, would you? Yeah. Really? Oh, I'm impressed by that, Frank. Yeah, it's a bit... Anyway, <coughs> a bit Emil Jelinek, people are saying. Uh, well, if it's him... The mis- invent- uh, this might be the most disappointing text in, <laughs> on, in the history of British radio. Well, yeah, the, why did you guess it? You're the last person I would expect to have a car-related badge. Clarkson, if he I was doing a What's My Badge. I might have taken him to an event. Oh, yeah. Maybe a VW yeah. badge I'd, I'd prized off when I was a Beastie Boys fan. <laughs> <laughs> but not um, Karl Heinz Jenner. Gesellschaft. Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> and uh, and I'd also like to clear up because I got the feeling that when I was throwing my pants in the bin earlier, mm. you thought that I was throwing brand new, like good quality pants. I, thought, I mean, uh, when they're done, like when they're falling apart, I've been oh, I've been getting rid of the ones that I need throwing out. I thought you were getting absent-minded, and oh, when no. you when you tie, you know how you always tidy up a hotel room before you <laughs> yeah, leave. Like, yeah. Throwing all the papers and my boxer shorts are in the middle of them. And the boxer shorts <laughs> no, no. are going. So no, you're no. deliberately yeah. wearing ones that are on the turn. I think that's what I must have been been doing That's in the last year and then I've thrown some out and now I've got none. I'm going to have to buy some new ones before... Um, I know, did that with... Yeah. Uh, before I fully I went out. to Germany once and I wore some shoes that were absolutely Maybe that's where you got apart. the badge. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no. Okay. And I thought... Um, that told me. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, um, I thought, I'll, these shoes, I'll chuck them away and then... Um, yeah. And then I realised I hadn't brought any other shoes. Oh. So I ended yeah, up buying. I had to buy shoes. And, you know, I didn't like that much. But it was Germany and mm. there wasn't that much choice. There's no yeah. shoes yeah. in Germany. Very, very few <laughs> shoes Great in shoe Germany. Great shoe shortage. Came back in a boot, didn't he? <laughs> what are you getting at? <laughs> Just a boot. <clears throat> no, look, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Just forget about the boot. <laughs> Honestly, you mentioned Germany to some people. <laughs> Their mind goes in one direction. One direction. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we referred to someone who I know is quite close to your heart, is the Colonel. There's yes. only one. Yes, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. So you'll be delighted to hear they've launched a fashion range based on his... Uh, I'm going to call it his work. Yes. It's... Um, go on. Go on, I've had, a, I've had a look. Have you seen it? I've, 
They've yeah. got a whole range. It's quite Hoxton. It's quite hipster beard. Street I should wear. say. Street yeah, streetwear, street isn't it? Yeah, streetwear. Sweatshirts and socks and There's stuff. There's a yellow fried chicken USA sweatshirt. They don't wear socks in the, do they? The, uh, the hipsters. Oh, yeah. good point. They've missed. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's Oh, they've sold out already, the drumstick socks. Have they? Yeah, I was going to buy some for oh, Frank. Maybe the hipsters are going to start And the Colonel socks. Sanders uh, pillowcase sold out. Oh, I like the you idea of buy, that. You can buy a Colonel Sanders, like the black bow tie. You know that oh, it can wears. You? You can uh, the buy Western one of, bow tie. Buy one of those. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That but, looks yeah. like it's not real satin, though. Better be very nylon, like doll fabric. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. trouble That's with that, doll off. fabric. Your average KFC visitor is going to hide that under a mountain of throat. You've got to be able to see the very bottom, the sort of, uh, you know, the sort of snake tongue ends you get on with. <laughs> That'll all be hidden. Yeah, yeah under <clears> the <throat> customer's <throat> dewlap. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there'll be some fungal, it'll become part of the fungal in actually in one of those folds. <laughs> It'll smell nice, though. One mm. of the things that really excited me was the T-shirt in sort of in the shape of it had a Colonel Sanders white jacket Oh, I it, saw that, With yeah. the Western tie. Oh, that yeah. A like bit like a tuxedo up. baby grow. It's like um, I interviewed Cliff Richard once and he wore a T-shirt with a necktie on it. Yes. Printed yeah. on it. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Do you know, I've often thought, you know, I do quite a lot of um, corporate entertainment, black mm. tie, I've often thought, how good would it be if I could get a tuxedo onesie? I mean, it'd be so much easier to transport. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I mean, it would still fit, because I'm a comic. I'm not meant to be one of them. Yeah. But it'd be really easy to just go it? in a bag. I if wouldn't you don't have mind to... me saying. Thanks very much. You could yeah. pull that off. I would, but I, I've looked, and can I find what one? What about no. body paint? Yes, I've thought about that, but I'm... Um, yeah, I'm not waxing for it. Is he or isn't he? That's what they'd be saying. But, you know, it used, used to be a thing and it models in the paper. And yeah. When you look, they look like they're wearing a tight Chelsea shirt, but when you look closer... Yes. You know, yeah. 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 It'd be good to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I often paint... I often paint on a pair of swimming trunks. Do you? No one's ever noticed. Well, you don't get in the water, do you? So it's fine. <clears throat> I get in the water, but it's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that washing off, though, in there, do you? Oh. You can also, you can get a framed colour photo of the um, bargain bucket. Oh, that's good. That's a strange thing. Uh, the clothing I can see, but uh, the, t- when you're talking about putting stuff on your wall, I find that a bit odd. Is it just sort of ironic, but that's quite an East London thing, isn't it? Can I ask a question? Mm. Why, why are chicken drumsticks called drumsticks? Oh. They look nothing they at all. They don't really look like drumsticks. Like drumsticks. They, no. they should be called Indian clubs. Yes. <laughs> Indian, that's what they look like. That is yes. Very good. Or juggling any... skittles. Chicken. Same. Surely that's the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Skittle. Chicken skittles actually sounds all right. Mm. Yeah. I'll have a, ba- I'll have a bucket yeah, of chicken, chicken skittles. skittles. Yeah. That sounds like those Skittles. You know, Skittles are sweets you can get. Yeah. If you could get them that were chicken, had chicken oh. in them. They should do that in the Skittles store. Dinner and pudding Which they'll in the open to rival the M&M store. <laughs> they will, yeah. It would have to be called something like Skittles World. <laughs> but why are, they, why are chicken drumsticks called drumsticks? 8, 12, 15. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we've been talking about the uh, newly launched KFC streetwear collection. Yeah. And if ever there was an opportunity for the scratch and sniff 
technology to be rolled out into clothing. Oh, this I love it. that. Isn't this it? Chicken typing. Chicken typing, is that mm. like what you order at? <laughs> Chicken yeah. typing, what does that mean? I was just getting a, the, my tie order in. A tie? No, you when know the little tie oh, pins? They've got those little tie pins. Spot, I was looking in the offices across the road, <laughs> I thought you'd spotted something remarkable. <laughs> Uh, I mean, these typing. Sat- the, Saturday, <laughs> the Saturday workers they're getting in now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dragging the bottom of the barrel. What do you think of the pillowcase, Frank? With the, oh. Is it the idea that he's lying next to you? You're yeah. lying on him. Yeah. I, Someone who's having been to his grave recently, I, don't, I find that the connection a bit too much. I, think I feel I like I'm in his casket. <laughs> well, we all know what shape that is. You've established that. Chicken in a casket. Yeah. I think uh, I think I'd like the the kernel on the pillowcase when I was going to sleep, like oh, mm. and then I think I'd wake up and go, Hoo! like. <laughs> What's well, what's not, not for the first time in yeah, my exactly. life, let's face yeah. it. They ought to have brought out the By suit. drinking though. again. <laughs> Don't you think? They ought to have brought the suit out, like the Colonel's suit. Oh, oh I'd buy that. Why don't they bring out the suit as pyjamas yeah. and then you could have the pillowcase? That... You could have the suit and um, with chips and coleslaw and it'd be the uh, the three-piece suit meal. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that sort of Bianca Jagger look, Frank. The whole thing did give me a massive um, flashback of oh, when... I got for that. <laughs> to my... I mean, I know you're a fan. <laughs> Come on, I'm 60. <laughs> um, Still got it. Of, do you remember what I told you about? I won a brown and tan leather <laughs> Planet Hollywood London varsity jacket. It reminded me of that. It's um, I've still got it actually. You've still well, got I've it. already established you've still got, <laughs> you've it. Still got it. But and I, I do imagine it. it's designed to be worn very blouson. With oh, the arms pushed up. It's very oh, warm. Yeah. It really is oh, a lovely bear. warm jacket. Yeah. And. Um, the idea, no, of wearing a Planet Hollywood jacket seems like such from a distant age. I won one and so did Jürgen Klinsmann at the same <laughs> ceremony. Just work with them all. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you oh. came in here with a Planet Hollywood jacket on, I think we would think, what planet is he on? Oh, Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Do you know what I would think, Al? I think it was a very cool, again, very hipster, Frank. Quite fashionable now in an ironic way that I think you should crack that out. I might do. It's, it's a little bit big for me, and it's had um, it, it's it's had uh, big shoulders. Oh, yeah. It was a bit Gemma Collins. <laughs> <laughs> um, double, was, sh- double shoulder pads. Yeah, a sort of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, air to it, but um, it's lovely. Maybe I will. I think my, maybe I could wear it ironically now. No, I wear it Just, with a bleach yeah. jean. Could I get an embroiderer to write? Underneath Planet Hollywood London in brackets, worn ironically. <laughs> that would be good. Well, if you wanted an embroiderer, I reckon Stephen Fry would know where to get one. Do you think it's so? It's the sort of thing he'd know. Well, yeah. I'm not perfect to, to, to do that. Yeah. Um, I um, did not say that if I. Uh, you know, you get these things like southern fried chicken and stuff like Oh, Dixie like that. fried chicken. Yeah. Dixie fried chicken. If I brought out a shop that was de- 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 ripping off. KFC, do you know what mm. I call it? What? Battery hens. <laughs> Battery hens? Yeah. It's a bit depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's what not about... mouth-watering, is no, it? But they, it means because they're battery... Because in that they are covered in battery. Oh, battery hens! Oh, I oh, see. I had a, a, and it's a pun yeah. on battery hens. Oh. I mean, when you have to explain them <laughs> to work to colleagues in comedy, yeah, then I sometimes wonder why on earth I bother. 
Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've got we've had some more food news. Okay. Today, which is extraordinary story, <laughs> and it involved cobras in a can. Okay. I think oh, there were three yeah. in total, three killer cobras in the... Do you know those crisp cans, Frank? Three killer cobras in a can? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Pringle cans. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. With the our mustachioed friend on the front. <laughs> yes. Is that the man on my badge? It, it, there's yeah. no some doubt that it might not be the man from Mercedes, is that right? Well, the boffins are working on it. I okay. say the boffins, one man from your management company. <laughs> <laughs> um... But anyway... But he does the work of several boffins, doesn't he? Yeah, and he wears a white lab coat, but it's in a T-shirt form. (laughs) So these are two-foot-long snakes, and he sent them through the post, through the snail mail. Yeah, when it said they were through snail mail, it sounds like an inside job to me. (laughs) So so what is snail mail? Regular mail. Post. That's what they call it, snail. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Because it's slower than the electronic mail, you know, the email. Oh, the email. <laughs> so they go for sna- snail mail, because comparatively, it's, snails it's for are very slow. slow. Coaches, yeah. So can you yeah. smoke snail cigarettes, because they're a bit slower than the e-cigarettes? Oh, oh I don't know about no, that. No, well, I bet you don't. Carry on. They haven't updated all of it to he snail. Sent, he sent the cobras, and then he also sent what I've you would call an albino soft-shell turtle. I know. What, some kind of an albino? <laughs> yeah. Which looked like sort of dim sum, I thought. It's, I it looks like a side it? order. I could see like, the innards. Exposed gone, innards I've with the... A can of chips, <laughs> and I'll have a side order of uh, albino turtles, please. It looked to me like it's all ready to be a ghost. Yes, like he's got his Sanders. ghost outfit on already, that yeah. albino turtle. He's thought ahead. I saw a description on the internet the other day of a, as a carrot, as, I know, a turnip. No, a parsnip. <laughs> a parsnip <laughs> as a ghost carrot, which I thought was oh, very oh. fine. Oh, yeah. Mm. Very fine. I applauded. Yeah. Um, but that's never going to work, putting these snakes in the post. That was the very unsuccessful follow-up movie, Snakes in the Post. What I... Um, They'd be writhing around. Well, what kind of cobras are they? Killer. Yeah, killer just, cobra. I don't know if it's... Are uh, they actually called killer yeah, cobra? Killer no, cobra. I don't know if it's, it's tabloid hyperbole. Oh, what, are the, what are the cobra? You know the cobras that's got... Um, they've got, like, a lot of flesh around the neck. Oh, they've yeah. got a sort of Mr T thing going on. They look like, aren't they? They smell they, it out if they're trying to... They look like um, alien ambassadors from old sci-fi, but yes... <laughs> Got it's a bit Emperor Ming. Collars, yeah, yeah, the Emperor Ming collar. Oh, the, the Time Lords, they yeah, like Tom a big Lords. collar. Yeah. And Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. 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 Do they shrink, on the big collar. Do the um, evil Time Lord, do they, do they shrink the... Uh, do they shrink those down? Like, does it go up and down? Yeah, the cobra. Like the cobra little, collar. Like a little pocket pump. <laughs> if they want to be scary, if they want to not be scary, I am that, what I've always imagined is the hooded cobra, because of the hood, mm. that they are like, you know, they hang around in gangs on street like corners. Oh, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And the king cobra is like, you know, he's, he's doing well. Mm-hmm. It would be a great version of trading places. Yeah. <laughs> if they took a hooded cobra and put it in the king cobra's place for a while and he had to live the life of, you know... Yeah. Whatever the, the snake equivalent of Riley. <laughs> what comes out of the snake <laughs> charmer's pot? What do they tend to... Who do they tend to work with? 
Now, the Snake Charmer's part, mm. the way that... They, they're designed very like the urinal <laughs> you're given if you're in bed in a hospital. Oh, are they? Yeah, oh, you know, it's like pan. a ball and then it's got like a long neck on it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Except they're in wicker, which would make them a, an impractical substitute. <laughs> no, I don't want that. But yeah. that is the Cobra's vehicle of choice. It's those... Um, <laughs> it's the wicker choice? Basket. It's the wicker bed urinal. That's what, the, yeah. that's oh, what your yeah. Cobra's like to travel in. I think we've established that much at least. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. I think this guy who's uh, who's been told off for having the snakes in the can should have just faced it out rather than getting arrested. He's just gone, I ordered these Pringles, they're full of snakes. Like, I hate that when he there's... He could have been one of those people in the paper. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. objects in food. Exactly. Looking, <laughs> looking outraged yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he didn't. He obviously didn't think of it. It's, they said he might get 20 years in prison. Really? 20 years in prison for that. For an albino turtle and a couple of snakes. That's going to seem weird if people... You know that thing that people say, oh, you get less for murder. Like, it will be odd if he's sat next to them going, you're getting out, and I just <laughs> no, I just got a tin full of snakes. <laughs> and the albino <laughs> turtle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... No, they were all right. That puts they, a tin lid on it. The brilliant thing is they delivered those. They're fine. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to send mine off no immediately. No problem if I was the judge, I would sentence him to three weeks in a tennis ball container. <laughs> if you were a judge, I'd be panicking. Um, we've had a text from 891 Frank saying, I'm with Frank, never heard of sm- snail mail, and I'm a posty from Andy the posty. posty. There you go. You see, yeah. it's not a commonly uh, held... It is. It is. I say... It's you two that haven't heard of it. Yeah. But he's a postman. It's yeah, he doesn't know. It. I mean, he is the snail in question. Well, people snail maybe no, he they is, don't though. want to tell him because they don't want to be rude about his job. I mean, it's a metaphor. I'm not calling him a real snail. No, but he is the snail. Mm. Just saying. Oh, okay. Sorry, Andy the Posty. You know, love your work. <laughs> you know that's a sack on his back, don't you? Not a shell. <laughs> <laughs> they don't carry him on their back anymore. They like the rest of the. What the snails? Oh, got a little trolley the rest now. Of the I know population. the They've got to put them on wheels because they're a bit too heavy. Oh, do they have the apprentice uh, slash stripper wheelies <laughs> now? At the airport. Oh, I can't carry this bag. I've got to put it on wheels. Oh, well, stop in then. Just stop in. Don't travel anywhere. Carry on. Yeah. Um, Rob from Thurrock has texted, why are the sweets also called drumsticks? They're nothing like a drumstick either. Do you know Julian, who's in, who's in, the, uh, in, the, He's the, in the studio today, yeah, it's from my boffin. management company, we just made exactly yeah. that point, because I got sent a load of um, mm. drumstick sweets. Did you? I don't even know what they are. They're uh, like a, tri- a rectangle on a stick, nothing like you know, a drumstick. Chewy sweet. Never heard of them, love. Oh, OK. Oh, you haven't heard of style mail over there? You haven't heard of drumstick sweets? We've also got a Tommy Cannon update. Remember we were talking about oh, Cannon yeah. and Bolt? Seems like hours ago, um, possibly was. Tommy Cannon runs a dog kennel in my village on the outskirts of York. That's from John. A dog kennel? Lovely. He runs a dog kennel. Do you mean a, a kennels? It, it must be just a kennel. It doesn't a just run kennel. I mean, a dog kennel. I mean, it's essentially a dog owner, just, then, is what you're saying. I mean, if, if it's just one, one of those wooden houses with the arched door. <laughs> That's like saying how I much, run a cat litter tray. Yeah, how much admin <laughs> is there involved in running oh, a, can, yeah. a kennel? Get in there. 
That's me done for today. <laughs> got to give it a clean. I suppose you have to give it a bit of a sweep out now and again. You've got to maybe put some Febreze in there if they've done a whoopsie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a um, use of Frank, Frank Spencer's <laughs> language. I don't though. think they do it in the kennel, do they? Oh, the no. dogs? No, no. I think they go out on they a walk. They barely go in they? the kennel. No, oh, do you know what? You they remember... never mess their home. No. Yeah. If you remember Butch from um, Tom and Jerry... I do. He sort yeah. of lay half in, half out. That's right. He rarely just <laughs> it, completely used it. Like a horse at the stables he, in he many ways. It. You know, I love a Butch reference. Cause he, he, doesn't he, get, he doesn't get much airtime these days, and he was one of my favourite characters, Frank. He used it like a Turkish bath. <laughs> <laughs> it was just half in. We're not, for all we, you know, we don't know what was going on back there. Did but you have a little you towelette you, wrapped you around him? So. <laughs> I think he might have been a mermaid in there, just the second oh, half of his body great. was all like the one in, Like the dog in um, Fly 2. <laughs> oh, I don't know. And he tries to transform the <laughs> yeah. dog and it doesn't come out right. It's oh, right. It's just like slither. Back, the whole back <laughs> of it is just slither. <laughs> Yeah, half dog, half slither. That was a that was a was an unsuccessful experiment. Yeah. <laughs> we paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know, every now and again we get texted in a classic joke. Someone's texted in a oh, classic yeah. joke. Five five two has texted Frank. I had this in my crossword clue. Overworked postman. Can you help? Do you know this classic joke? No. No. I've got this, you pretend you're doing a crossword. You go, yeah. I've got overworked postman. Yeah. And then you ask the question, how many letters? How many oh, letters? I go, Too oh. many letters. It's an overworked postman. Very, very fine. Love a classic joke. Strong work. Um, five, five, so we, we should say, as we near the end of the show, that we won't... Uh, Alan is not going to be on the show for how long? Four weeks. My. I'll miss that boy, Big Daddy. <laughs> Won't be the same without you around here. I wonder if anyone's writing it in their diary. Right. <laughs> so Alan is going to Edinburgh, yeah. where he shall be in the Edinburgh Festival in a show called Alanish Cochranish. Very good. Well, lovely, well, well remembered, Well remembered. Well remembered. Uh, no, not many comics remember the name. Stand three. At Stand three. Yeah. Which makes him sound like he's at the <laughs> Ideal Homes <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> yeah, uh, handing right. out um, carrier bags. Totes. Totes. Is it totes nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get some Alan Cochran totes merch. Oh, that'd be good. That I wonder good. if anyone will do totes, because you do need a bag in Edinburgh. Oh, I mean, you yeah. carry oh, you advertising do. Hang on, I'm just going to write that down yeah. as a business idea. I said Alan is Cochranish totes Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good, yeah. So what time is the show? 7.40pm. I mean, if you're in Edinburgh, I very much recommend... I've oh, seen Alan you. many times, and Me I'm always funny. Oh, cheers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I would oh. agree with that. I might come and see you, Al. I'll might see pop you in a down month. There. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Come along. Ruffle a few feathers. Hashtag tickets still available. But, um, you know, it's good. good. Yeah. So we got Piers Morgan for four weeks. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird, that, isn't it? Um, which, I don't know, I'm tense about it. <laughs> Be all right. Is a bit he a little bit polarising? I don't imagine people will even notice that I'm not on it. We're just no. the same. Well, we just we just Google Grumpy, and yeah. uh, <laughs> he'll be talking about losing his pants and all that stuff. Yeah. It'll just no, be the same. We yeah. haven't we haven't really got Pierce Morgan, don't we? <laughs> oh, panic! <laughs> oh, panic, Captain Mary. <laughs> um, dead, of course. <laughs> you can't just 
say that after everybody's dead. Well, it's good to keep... I don't want people thinking, oh, actually, yeah, he sounds great. Um, I forgot how good Corporal Jones was. I'll book him for our corporate. I'm saving people a bit of time. Okay, thanks for that. Dead, of course. duty. If you're going for a dad's army guest, I'm Lavender. And then... um, Well, we've seen Lavender. Obviously, we've had... Actual I've met Lavender experience. at the Edinburgh Festival. Well, we've seen him fall times. over. I didn't. You did. I know. We don't think we saw yeah. him fall. We saw him he on fell his over. knee. He might not have fell over. <laughs> what <laughs> was he doing on his knees? Well, he might have come in. He might maybe thought, you know, um, he was genuflecting. Uh, he's on, maybe he was on a fitness regime. <laughs> he saw you yeah. and he was genuflecting. <laughs> he's doing some primal movement. <laughs> and he thought, you know what? I won't, get, I won't get the training today. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> crawl in. Um, Oh, that'd be, be really good for you. It works the whole body, crawling. Crawling's great for you. Yeah, my upper body when I was an alcoholic was much better. <laughs> OK, well, look, have a fantastic festival. I'll um, try, I'll see yes. in a month. We shall, we shall miss you. But, we shall. Uh, but c- uh, keep in touch. I shall. We'll be reading the reviews. I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't text but me we'll any still feedback. Have you, we'll you? still have you back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this morning. Um, do us a favour, will you? Bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.